it's validated by Victoria, and I'm your host, Victoria Vesh. What is going on, guys? I hope you enjoyed the past two episodes. If you have any suggestions, definitely hit me up. Do you think I should talk about next? Um, I actually had a suggestion in my inbox for today's solo episode about mental health and burnout. So that's what I'm going to talk about right now. A lot of y'all are like, Victoria, wait, you do way too much. Like, calm down. No never calm down. I always like to be busy, but there is a lot of mental health breaks and burnout. And I have 10 tips for you guys that I'm going to tell you about that I implement in my life to help combat these things. So obviously, if you know me, you know, I do a lot of things and I stay very active and I stay very busy. Um, And I used to put mental health on the back burner. And then it just kind of all came crashing down on me one day. And I was like, okay, wait, I really need a mental health check. I started going to therapy. I know that sounds a little, you know, You're like, oh my gosh, therapy. No, therapy was very beneficial for me. I still, you know, go to my therapist and talk with him, especially about things I've been dealing with with my mom. And I think therapy and having a therapist or at least someone to talk to, even if it's in church or your family, is very beneficial to have. So I'm a big advocate on that. Um, I used to not be, used to think like, oh my gosh, they go to therapy. But that's not a taboo subject anymore, and I'm pretty open with it. So... You know, if you're going through something, you need someone to talk to, you can always reach out to me. I'm someone who loves to talk to people, help try to give, you know, the best advice I can. But I highly, highly, highly recommend finding a therapist or a group counselor, someone you can talk to and they can help you, you know, with all, you know, problems going on in your life. So, (laughs) or at least, you know, help you find a path to take. So now I always try to make time to do things that put a spring in my step and, you know, help me thrive and be passionate and set my soul on fire. And here is my top 10 list to avoid burnout. Burnout is super common, especially nowadays when we have people like me doing so many things, a lot of hustles out there, or even if you're just in a job that demands a lot, burnout is extremely common. And so number one on my top 10 list to avoid burnout, in my opinion, is just take a break. I know that seems very like simple. Everyone says that, but it's super important. Just even if it's 10, 15 minutes of your day, just to take a little break for yourself, I highly recommend. I always try to take a break every day for myself, even whether it's, you know, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, just to reset. And I know a lot of people think meditation is a little far-fetched just like therapy but meditation has been super helpful for me I put all the electronics away and I'm like okay it's time to sit down it's time to breathe it's time to meditate and one of my favorite things to listen to I was on TikTok scrolling and I found this meditation that's you know really good to set intentions for not only myself I'm a big proponent of affirmations Um, the secret is a book that my mom literally put on my brother and I all the time she loved the freaking secret hopefully you know I know the secret family um and try to get them on the podcast to talk about affirmations but they have like that book was literally the essence of my life of meditating and affirmations and my mom pumped that into me she had like the cd 
And when we would go to school, she'd be like, all right, time to listen to The Secret. And we're like, oh, my God, not again. She, like, made my brother and I watch it over and over again. But I feel like it completely implemented in my life meditation, setting affirmations, The Secret, positive thoughts, positive, you know, well-being. Um, but when I was scrolling through TikTok, I found this meditation playlist from Healer Barbie. I'll try to share it on my website so you guys can, you know, download it. I did, you did have to purchase it, but it's actually a really good meditation. It puts me to sleep and it's really good for not only meditating and just calming your soul, but also setting an intention and affirmation for your life of where you want to go. So number one, take a break, meditate, set intentions, affirmations, put away all the electronics and just take a breath. We all have that 10, 15 minutes today. I know you're probably like, I don't have any time. There is always time for at least 10 minutes. Or if you don't have time, like just try and make time, get up a little bit earlier so you can have that 10 minute mental break. Um, number two, get into fitness. Uh, and a lot of people don't like working out. I get it, but there is some way to like make your body move that helps, you know, it's a big proponent of like serotonin and getting your body moving. It's just going to help with the feelings of feeling down and depressed and feeling like you got a lot of burnout. One of my favorite workouts, and you know, it's a little bit slow moving, is yoga. Obviously, like I said about meditating and just getting a good holistic mindset. Yoga is just good, stretching out your body, stretching out your muscles. I go to hot yoga. A lot of people don't prefer that. My friend Brittany hates hot yoga, but hot yoga for me, just sweating it all out, sweating all the negativity out and just putting like a positive mindset to get in the day. I mean, there's other workouts that I do. I always try to at least work out once a day, even if it's for 30 minutes. And if you're like, hey, I don't have time to work out, like I said, get up a little earlier. Um, I tell people sometimes, they're like, oh, my God, you wake up at 5 a.m.? I'm like, yeah, I, I want to get my day started right. I want to get on the right footing. I mean, again, it helps with burnout. And like get a workout and get my body going and be energized for the day. So I, I'm a true proponent in working out and fitness and just being healthy and holistic. Number three, find a hobby. I know that sounds a little like, okay, I find a hobby. Like, it doesn't have to be anything big. I talk about my friend Brittany all the time. She's my best friend. She loves to quilt. Quilting is her hobby. It's her release from the day. Not only does she work out and meditate, but she also does quilting. For me, I love social media <laughs> and I love making videos. I love, you know, doing this podcast. Like I find something that keeps me happy, keeps me sane, and just kind of also gives me a reset. So finding that hobby, whether it's photography or, you know, even if it's running on the beach or getting some sun outside, it doesn't have to be like a crazy hobby. It could be quilting. It could be something slow. It could be something fast if you want to do CrossFit or some other kind of very active hobby that you want to do. I think finding a hobby, finding something that you like to do and you're like, oh, I can't wait to you know make that quilt or I, I can't wait to go make this video for reels. Finding something that's fun to do that you have no expectations on. I think that's very key. When you're finding a hobby, there's no expectations you put on it. Like for a job, you got expectations to complete this goal. Like my friend for quilting, her expectation is she just like wants to make a pretty quilt there's no pressure on it so when you got to find a hobby that doesn't give you pressure like photography you just want to go out take some photos just print them out keep them for yourself that's what you want to do but finding a hobby no expectations just keeps you happy number four plan ahead and make a schedule if anyone knows me I am very 
type A. <laughs> I am a little bit of a perfectionist, a little bit of an overachiever, overorganizer, and sometimes I put myself out there a little too much and I'm like okay wait girl hold up like we now over scheduled like 10 things that's what I how I used to be my mom really like set an example of planning ahead making a schedule I have probably like five calendars in my house and you know you're probably like how does this help with burnout planning your day making a schedule for the week you know this is the task for this day it's going to help instead of like all of a sudden you've like kind of forgot everything it's all in a scramble and you're like oh my gosh and then that just makes you more stressed stress is what essentially leads to burnout but if you plan ahead make a schedule of your day of your week you know on a Sunday just how people meal prep make a schedule for your week like this is how you know I work from this time I'm going to work out I'm going to meditate at this hour I mean it should only take you you know 30 minutes max to make a schedule you know hey I'm going to grocery shop on this day I'm going to go out to dinner on this day like making a schedule literally reduces stress and for burnout you want to reduce stress and obviously I'm not a doctor here I'm not an expert on burnout I'm just someone who's like always busy and doesn't really you know know what to do sometimes and I'm like frantic and that's how I've honestly lived my life is just being a completely busy person and these are just you know my suggestions of what I think you should do and it's what has helped me avoid the burnout number five I say get a good group of friends could be your family members but you want to have a good friend circle it doesn't have to be like I have 50 friends you know I can reach out to no it could be like three I have you know three best friends that I always talk to every day like have a really good group of friends that you know are not your therapist or not your counselor but someone else you can talk to someone else you can you know release stress with you could hang out with them you don't even have to talk like I said I always talk about my best friend Brittany because we like laugh all the time like sometimes we can just hang out we won't even talk we'll just watch tv and it's just a stress release like just having a friend there having a companion there just to talk to also a good group of friends at you know at the end of your work day you need to you know go out have really some stress if you want to go out drinking go out have fun like whatever you want to do go out to eat I, I think it's just really beneficial if you have a good group of friends and if you feel like it's hard to make friends honestly that used to be me I used to be extremely shy it used to be really hard for me to like talk to people and make friends but I you know soon got out of that shell and (laughs) my country accent coming out got out of that shell so it you know it took some time but also I had to push myself out there so push yourself out to there to make some friends whether it be at church work if you're just out and about somewhere and you you know you see someone sit by themselves go talk to them like you know make some a good group of friends even if it's on social media nowadays like I, you know, if you listen to my last episode with Jessica I had um, slid in her DM and now we're become close friends honestly I've been talking to her every day so even if it's just sliding in someone's DM and be like hey girl like I'm new to town or like I'm looking for some new friends like I always appreciate when someone messages me that and I'm like yeah girl let's get together let's go out to eat um, we'll do grab some coffee go do something so yeah push yourself like get some friends get a good social network going and uh, I, I truly believe that helped me a lot reduce a lot of stress number six get you a fur friend <laughs> now if you don't like animals you don't you can skip this step but for me having my little baby Daisy I wanted to bring her today but she needed a little day of rest I brought her to work yesterday <laughs> she was going crazy everywhere but having her in my life has just she's just a, like a little piece of comfort 
that's always there. She always loves me unconditionally. And I, you know, love that dog more than anything. That's my, that's my dog, baby. That's my dog child. And, uh, I, I don't know what I would do without her. And I truly believe, you know, having a dog, a cat, a fur friend in your life is something <laughs> completely beneficial if you're an animal person. But, you know, if you are going to get a dog or a cat, you know, to help you with your everyday life, make sure you have time to take care of it. Cause you know, some people get these pets and they don't have time and they end up in the shelter. So if you're going to get a fur friend, make sure you have some sort of time to take her out or, you know, take him or her out to the vet, take her out to the dog park, you know, dogs and cats and animals. If you get a snake, I don't recommend that, but I mean, whatever floats your boat, they take time, they take patience. So make sure you have all that if you get a fur friend, but I highly recommend go adopt, don't shop, get a fur friend, help with your stress, help with the burnout. You see your little, I see little Daisy when I go home and she's so happy to see me and I'm like, ah, it's nice to see some little baby with angel with a smile. So highly recommend number six if you're an animal person. Number seven, do little things that make you feel good, look good. Now I'm, I'm not saying you should go change your whole appearance. If that's what you want to do to make you feel good, look good, go do it, girl, guy do whatever you want but I, I truly believe like dressing up every day getting your nails done go getting your lashes done is something like super beneficial that you should do to just make yourself look good feel good and it could be anything just get a manicure go get a wax I don't know go do something that makes you feel good look good prepares you for the day and it sets a good intention number eight plan a trip I'm a big proponent on vacationing and since I've traveled, God, I don't even know how many countries at this point, I just love to get to a new place, get to a new area and just chill and take a deep breath and, you know, turn off the cell phone. You don't have to Instagram everything. I know that even, even though I'm avid social media person, but planning a trip, getting away, kind of getting away from everything that's normal to you is something that could just help reduce stress, help reduce burnout. Number nine, read a book, find a podcast, hello, expand your mind. I think, you know, just doing things that help nurture your brain, feed your soul. I think those are very important just to keep your mind going. That's something different. Like if, for instance, for me, I'm in, you know, I was in law school and things I would read about would be like psychology or animals I would do read something different than what I'm used to every freaking day so <laughs> find a podcast that you know is unique to you hey podcast here or just expand your mind go to classes go to a cooking class go to a pottery class go do something different that's different from your normal every day number 10 find a Find your passion and what sets your soul on fire. I think that's really important. Go to a career path if you feel stuck and you're like, oh, this is burning me out. Find a career path that just sets your soul on fire. What are you really passionate about? You know, life is short. I've realized that over the years, especially going through, you know, the passing away with my mom and my brain tumor. I realized, you know, life is short. Do what you want to do, not what you have to do. And I think that's something really important. I know a lot of times we kind of get caught up in like, oh my gosh, I have to do this, I have to make money. We'll find a way to monetize on what sets your soul on fire. I think that's just really important. And that's something you're gonna have to research and do. But at the end of the day, like I said, life is short and find what you want to do and what energizes you to get up each day. All right. 
that was my 10 steps on <laughs> burnout or my list of how to avoid the mental breakdown, the burnout of just every day. Now, I had asked on my Instagram for you guys to ask me some questions. So I am going to go through some of the questions you guys asked. Some of them are a little dirty, so I don't know if I'm going to hit those. And you're all a little crazy on my Instagram, but... I have them here, so I'm going to pick a few that I like. And there's one that I really liked. Um, I'm not an expert on this, and i got to find the question. i got to scroll through my phone. Um, and it was actually from one of my friends, and I'm not going to reveal her name. I don't think I should do that. But she asked me, best way to deal with a coworker who's not pulling their weight at work. <laughs> I'm not really, like an expert on this but there has been plenty of times when I worked as a team and there's been someone who was slacking and I just remember I had done a fashion show I started like the fashion law association and I'd done a fashion show <laughs> with the fashion law association at school and I was like okay um there were some people like not all helping but my personality is if they're not helping I just do everything type a personality here but, you know, I always or I am try to be a team player. But, you know, like I said, my tie bay comes out and most of the time I just take over. So like for that, I just took over. But, you know, that led to burnout. So I highly, highly don't recommend just taking over everyone's job if someone's not pulling their weight. For me personally, I think the best way to deal with it is to talk to them, take them a coffee, understand who they really are. We don't know what everyone goes through you don't know everyone struggle through their day you could see them just at work and you don't really know them outside of work you don't know really know what's going on at home so get to know them we don't know what's going on behind closed doors that maybe they're not pulling their weight because they're tired of something some arguments going on at home or a divorce or who knows something could be going on that we don't know about that they're not pulling their weight at work so get to know them as a person take them a coffee I would try to explain it a couple times like hey I really need your help like I can't do this all by myself and you know after a few times that that doesn't work and you you know maybe they're living a normal life and they don't really have any other problems maybe you take that to a higher up but I would make that the very 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 last thing you do like plan double z try to get to know who them for like who they are and who they are as a person and you know take them out to coffee take them out lunch just try to offer you know honestly to be a friend more than a co-worker I mean, sometimes that doesn't work, but hopefully that can help in your situation. All right, someone asked, are you Italian? Yes, I'm Sicilian. <laughs> My dad is 100% Sicilian. Uh, if you listen to him, I really want to get on the podcast, and hopefully he'll come on, but my dad is <laughs> intense. He's definitely Sicilian when you see him. All right, when you were a kid, what did you want to be when you grew up? Okay. This is a good question because I had a lot of, like, aspirations. There was one where I wanted to be a teacher. I wanted to be a magazine editor. There was a lot going on. But I think one staple one I wanted to be when I grew up was, like, a veterinarian. I loved animals. Growing up on a buffalo farm was, like, very big for me. <laughs> and I was around horses and animals. I felt more connected with animals. Like I said earlier, I was very shy. So I felt like I could talk to animals. I don't know big horse girl over here growing up but I thought being a veterinarian was my thing but then I found out I don't do not like blood blood or anything related to any bodily fluid so I was like this girl out we're not being a veterinarian and then I got into law all right someone else asked have you ever been over to England no I have not I would like to I lived in Spain for study abroad purposes and I hadn't been in England but uh, that is somewhere I really want to go I went to the was it Gibraltar? So I guess that's the closest thing to England I've been to. 
what's it like practicing law? I do not practice law um, yet. I am taking the bar in February, and I'm going to be taking the South Carolina bar after that. But I do not practice law yet, so when that happens, I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Someone said, let us take you away. Where are we going? I really, I need somewhere tropical right now. I need some sun. As you can tell, actually, I spray tan last night, so maybe I don't really need some sun. I got that fake sun, though. Uh, I, I want to go to, like, Tahiti or something. Take me somewhere tropical, please. I need some sun. I want to bring Daisy, too, and put her, like, in a little doggy swimsuit. I think it would be really cute. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I don't really know how to answer this question, but there... <laughs> This person asks, is there anyone you love besides your mom and dog? LOL. Yes, there's other people I love. I love my dad. I love my brother. I love my brother's wife. I love my friends. I mean, there's other people I love besides my mom and my dog. But obviously, in my personal life, my mom and my dog were the closest thing to me. Like, Daisy is, like, my pal. She's my everything. My mom was my soulmate. So, uh, of course, there's other people I love besides my mom and my dog. But they were just top two in my life. Someone asked advice on job interviews. I think this is a really good question and coming from someone who has done a couple pageants. Gotta like fix my her for that one, but who has done a couple pageants. That's what really helped me with job interviews because coming from a girl who grew up on a buffalo farm, yes, again, a buffalo farm, I was very shy and sheltered and didn't really get out much. Um, and my mom did most of the talking for me. So I wasn't very good when it came to a person to person setting. And when I started doing pageant, when my first pageant was when I was 18, that really prepared me for interviews and it prepared me for job interviews and just talking to people in general. And what I got from pageantry is just being yourself, being comfortable. We all go to the bathroom the same. We, uh, we all shower the same. I mean, there's, you know, there's nothing to be intimidated by. Just be yourself and just talk like yourself and just show off who you really are and, you know, be professional too in, in whatever setting you're interviewing in. Just kind of know, get, do a little bit of research before you go in so you know what you're talking about. Know what's on your resume too because I feel like I've interviewed people and they don't really even know what they put on their resume and I'm like, um, why'd you put that on your resume? You don't know how to do Excel? <laughs> so, you know, Understand your resume, know it's all on your resume, and do your research before you go in to your job interview so you know all about that job. All right, I have, this is a good question. What is the biggest misconception about you? Um, so I do have a uh, resting bitch face a lot, and so people think I'm very unapproachable. Um, or they see my Instagram and they're gonna be like, she's like a mean girl. That's totally not me. I'm a girl's girl, grew up on a farm, very low key. I'm not very high maintenance, well, a little bit. But I'm, you know, I'm a girl's girl. I'm nice. You come up to me, anyone can talk to me. I always be friendly. I'm from the South, so, you know, Southern hospitality here. But I do think a lot of people think I'm very unapproachable, which I hope that's not the case. But. Like I said, you can always shoot me a DM. If you see me out and about, come say hey. I'll always say hey back. All right. Let's see some more questions. i got to go through these. Some of y'all are like, who's your daddy on here? So I'm going to be like, my dad is, his name's Tom. Like, I don't know what you want me to say. All right. Favorite perfume. Oh, gosh. I like this question because I, I love smells. Um, and if someone smells like B.O., I'm like, ooh, get out of here. Um, but my favorite perfume right now would have to be Gucci Bloom. 
that's what I've been wearing. I got that little thing from Sephora, and it was for Christmas, and it was like the perfume sampler. I don't know. So I got like a free Gucci bloom from it, and it's like top tier scent. So I highly, highly recommend. Okay, why did someone just send peaches? Yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, well, thanks, Evan. No one's going to see my butt on this cat. I mean, I look like a peach right now, honestly. (laughs) So maybe that's what you're talking about. But no, no butt. All right, someone said, do you have a boyfriend? If you did not catch my first podcast, I said I was a single AF dog mom. So no. Favorite photo of yourself? Oh, my gosh. I have a lot. Um, But I am going to do a shout out to my friend uh, at Angel Samples. Go look her up. This is not a sponsored <laughs> tag, but that is just my girl. I've shot with her since I was, like, 18 when I first started doing pageants. And, like, any photo of her hers I've done, like, always been my favorite. She's the bomb at makeup. So if you're looking to get your photos taken, like, go to her. She's awesome. All right, someone else asked birthday, April 13th. If you're into astrology, I'm not really into astrology, but I'm an Aries. That helps. Okay, Yeah. All right, how tall are you? Someone's calling Evan right now. <laughs> All right, how tall are you? I am five seven, five eight. After I go to the chiropractor, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of tall-ish. Yeah. All right, let's see some more questions. Um, let's see. So, y'all, I I can't help with all these boyfriend questions. Like, why does it matter if I have a boyfriend or not? I'm cool by myself, like, whatever. All right, balance between law and modeling and traveling. I think that's a good question. Like, I was talking about burnout earlier. I think it's just good to, like, plan a schedule, and I try to stay true to who I am as a person at the end of the day. And I also like being in the legal field. So just keeping that balance of being true to who I am and modeling and doing things that I love and sets my soul on fire and then being in the legal field, (laughs) which is my career path, it just it keeps me happy. So um, balancing all that's really not that hard because I love both. Someone asked, don't you have about 500 suitors by now? No. Yeah. No. All right, favorite song. Oh, my gosh. I have a lot of favorite songs, I guess. I I mean, I listen to a lot of, like, hardcore rap, so, hmm. I don't, <laughs> which you're like, wait, what? I'm, I feel like I'm that meme when it's like, oh, I'm going to, like, Whole Foods, and she's, like, in her yoga pants, like, and listening to, like, hardcore rap that's me I don't even know what the meme is I think I just made it up in my head but yep that's me but favorite song uh gosh I love like I've been loving some (laughs) y'all are gonna laugh but like some Michael McDonald some Phil Collins I don't know what's going on I think I hacked my mom's playlist and I've just been listening to that so anything that's like gets the vibe going that's me all right five-year forecast When someone asked that, I'm like, man, I'm feeling old right now. Five-year forecast. I'm about to be in my 30s. Like, oh, God. Uh, Hopefully, I have a boyfriend by then, but who knows? I said that probably like 10 years ago, too, and look where I am now. Um, Just hanging out with my dog, owning a home, living my best life in South Florida. So, you know, I don't really have put like these high expectations on myself I do have high expectations of being successful but other than that I don't want to like be like I gotta have kids by this day be married by this day we're not I'm not doing all that so uh yeah 
not doing that. All right. We got some more questions. Someone asked, where are the answers? I guess they didn't know I was going to answer them on my podcast, but I did say that. But I'm going to try to do like more of these where I ask questions and on Instagram story and then you just, you know, send me all your questions. Please don't ask me about boyfriends or booties or I don't even know what else is being said on here. I really don't think I should say that. And then we'll have to make this a rated like triple X podcast, but we're not going to do that. So I'm not even going to say, but y'all just chill out. Like, whoa. Uh, (laughs) Like, I think this is funny. Famous people do famous people slide in your DMS with you being so attractive. Well, I appreciate that. You think I'm attractive. Um, Evan's famous. (laughs) He's got a blue check. (laughs) Check him out. Golden TV. (laughs) He slid my DM. It's cool. Uh, I mean, sometimes the blue check marks come through, but it's not about that. Someone said, can we meet on Delray after drinks? How do you know where I live? <laughs> but uh, sure. I don't know. Answer me back. We'll see. Let, let me go with I'm going through these, trying to go through all of them. Um, someone asked, do you have a TikTok? Yes, I do. Shameless plug. It's at Victoria Vesh. If you want to find me on TikTok, I used to be like, I feel like I used to be pretty cool on TikTok and now I'm not anymore. So I don't know what happened. Um, but if you help a girl out and go on TikTok, just, just help me out give me some more followers on there. That would be great. We got a lot of questions to go on dinner dates, dates, have a drink. I mean, I hope y'all are getting me some like steak over here. Cause we got a lot of dinner date questions. Got a lot of married questions. Someone asked me, am I going to do a calendar? I I was thinking about doing a calendar of Daisy because she's, like, a lot cuter than me. So I'll probably do a calendar of Daisy. I'll, like, put Daisy in bikinis on the beach. Hopefully y'all buy into that. Uh, Let's see what else. What made you get into the podcast thing? I actually had a vision to do a podcast, like, not long ago. And I started one, but I just didn't have the time being, like, still really in deep with school so I decided you know now that I've graduated and things are a lot more calm that it'd be fun to restart the podcast again I feel like I got a text message (laughs) do you like hairy men who sent that I'm looking at Evan over there yes I do love hairy men a little chest lettuce never hurt nobody that's what I think he sent me two more questions. I'll answer these. I think they're good. Oh, well, actually, no. The first one I didn't even read. It said, what's your position? And then <laughs> I'm not reading the rest. So we're done. We're done there. We're done there. And then what's your thoughts on self-love? I am all about some self-love. All about some self-love. I used to not be a very confident girl. But now being 28 years old and kind of knowing who I am as a person, I think self-love is completely important. It's okay to think, you know, you look good and feel good I mean don't be cocky about it but being confident I think that's important well I think I answered a lot of questions today and I hope y'all found the mental health and burnout tips I'll try to post that as like a blog on my validatedbyvictoria.com website so if you want to go back and read and just kind of simmer on that study it (laughs) so you can avoid burnout um i hope you found all this very helpful and stay tuned for my next podcast with my friend rachel and we're gonna talk about a lot and dish a lot that we think all that's valid thank you for listening to validated by victoria you can tune in on spotify or watch me on youtube make sure to listen to our next episode